By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, this is Larry Lace, host of Cinema Gold, where I talk movies, television, and more. A little too much, some would say. You're now listening to 2010 Minutes. Hey, what's happening? I'm the host of 2010 Minutes, Tim McCarthy. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. Today, you're listening to episode 47. That introduction was done by the legendary Larry Lease with Cinema Gold. Uh, diving deep into the latest blockbusters and answering questions you might have after watching those movies that leave you confused. Larry is fucking awesome. Go check him out. He's great. Uh, he was part of this group chat I'm with, um, and we used to talk shit to each other all the time. Such a good dude. Fucking charismatic as fuck. Larry, thank you so much for that introduction. Go check out Cinema Gold. He has another couple podcasts like True Crime, but I was like, dude, I don't want to talk about True Crime podcast, but now I'm talking about it. So go check out Larry's True Crime Podcast, which I don't know the name. Larry, you know this. Don't like true crime. I love you, guy. Larry Lee, Cinema Gold. Give it up for him. Episode 47. Holy shit. We're back. I made it. Um, I used to say that all the time with my buddy Billy Cox's podcast. I didn't know how to introduce the episode, so I always go like, episode 47. We made it. And I didn't know I was doing it until he pointed it out. I always like that when you can find someone's quips. Like after I hang out with somebody for a little while, I pick up everything else. They'll tell me about their job, their family, and I don't remember it. But if they have like a nervous twitch or they do something with their hands, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. And then I'll point it out and they're like, holy shit. I'll say the one thing is my mouth. I still don't understand how I didn't know I talked out of the side of my mouth until I was like 33. And no one mentioned it. They're like, oh, Tim, what happened to your face? I don't know. And I have my, I have my physical coming up with my doctor that I never see. And I'm going to ask him about it. What do you think he's going to say? He's going to be like, who the fuck are you? And I'm going to give him an apple and make sure he goes away. And then he'll probably tell me there's no more monkeys jumping on the bed. Doctor jokes. Do you like going to the doctors? I like going to the dentist more than doctors. But I digress. This is getting too off the rails. But thank you so much for checking out another episode of mine. Uh, it always is appreciated. I love seeing people listen. Tweet me up. Instagram me up. Text me up. I thank you so much. If you haven't checked out my recent interview with Nina Corcoran, she was the police officer in a small town in New Hampshire, sexual survivor in college, which she didn't know she was sexually assaulted until later in life, which was super sad and depressing, but she turned that around. Um, she also went through an abusive marriage. She has two books out now, and she's trying to educate other women in that field, which is great. I'm a, uh, it's funny because most of my guests I have are very like pro-women, which I love. I'm a feminist. I love the women. I'm for it. It's tough finding men in the mental health field because it's like that whole stigma of like feeling tough, looking tough. Um, but there are some out there that is hard to find and hard to book. I've had a couple coming up, which stinks right now. Good segue. I do not have an interview for this week. I don't know why. I thought I had a. I thought I had them in order, and I don't. So this week you will not get an interview, but I will post what interviews you should listen to, aka all of them. So let me know what other interviews you haven't checked out, and if you listen to them, let me know. Um, I have so many great interviews. I, I, I love all the interviews I go to, and, I, and I'm always honest about who I am and how I am with this. Every interview that I'm about to record, I don't want to do. Not in the sake of I, I don't want to talk to them. It's just like me being so anxious and nervous talking to them or messing it up or not doing enough research, which I do because 
I always listen to interviews that they've already been on and I steal their shit. So I don't ask that. So it makes it seem like I learned it on my own, which I didn't. But that's what makes my interviews so good. Unfortunately, I wasn't nominated for any of those awards with the Discover Pods. Was I upset? Uh, if I'm going to be honest, yeah. Um, I feel like I should have been in there for the best new podcast. But it's okay. Maybe um, I spammed it too much from uh, asking people to put me in there, which is fine. Still proud of the podcast. Look at me saying I'm proud of something. Um, definitely bummed. I uh, felt like I deserved some recognition in this game with all the hard work I put in, how original my show is. But I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep pushing, even though I don't know what the next step is, and I feel like I am in a rut, which I'm going to get into. Um, but again, no interview this week. Go check out any of the excellent interviews I have from the beginning. My first interview with Haley from Podcast 27. That was a fun fact. And then I, Brittany Turpak, motivational speaker, Rochelle Roson with postpartum depression. All the great hits, and you can see the evolution of the back of my cat closet with all the stuff hanging up. So again, if you have any stickers, send them my way. I'll put them up in the podcast closet. Unless they're fucking stupid, then I won't. Um, so I'm still having troubles with prioritizing my time. I feel like I don't have enough time to do anything. And the time that I do have, I'm too lazy. And I sit there and play on my phone or play Red Dead Redemption on the PlayStation 4. Because PlayStation 5s are tough to find. And I'm hunting legendary animals. And I'm just a fucking cowboy, baby. Game's fucking awesome. Top three game of all time. But I was in a bad mood the other day, like really bad mood. And I just, I got so mad that I went to the actual gym and like worked it out. So I went back to the gym, been trying to go back to the gym. Again, prioritizing my time is very tough, but I went there and I went there at night. So it was like all like the little high school kids, like trying to get bulked up and they were like, just take like 50 pound weights and do like five reps. And that was it. Um, but it was funny. Definitely like football plays in the works. And just like I saw like myself in one of those kids, like the small skinny kid who's just like with all the bigger kids. I'm like, you got it, man. You fucking got it. But I didn't say that. I kept in my lane because I don't make eye contact. I always feel bad when I make eye contact with like a woman. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not being weird. So then I look away because I don't like making eye contact with people in general. If you ever have a conversation with me, especially people that I have consultations with, with the podcast, I'm always looking different ways because I'm always looking for the emergency exits. I know where they are a lot. If you're with me, like, oh, did you see that person with, like, the purple pants? I'm like, yeah, I already saw them. They're fucking crazy. So, yeah, that was my experience. But, yeah, like, housework, getting that prioritized, seeing friends and family. It's, like, not easy to juggle all this shit. And with winter coming and, like, winter depression coming, I'm just, like, so nervous. Um, and, like, I get in my own head and I got to fight it and I know what I need to do. I know, like, exercise is a big one. Eating healthy is a big one. October 23rd is going to be the day I switched it around. That is the day I switched my schedule over and I'm going to start working afternoons from uh, 3 to 11. And I think that's going to help me a lot so I can sleep at night. I can still go out at night after work. I can get up early, go to the gym. And I got to stick to that. Uh, it's going to be different for the podcasting because I'm such in a schedule of how I edit it. But I'm not, in a, I'm not in a schedule of when I record it. Again, I'm waiting last minute to record this. I'm working a double the next day. Um... And I totally forgot because I'm not like, I'm not using my iPhone to its advantage. You can record like notes and remind yourself on shit. And I still don't do it. And anyone that bought a shirt recently, I'm mailing it out this week. I do apologize. It's like funny. It's like, yeah, I listen to a podcast and buy merch from this kid who's wicked depressed. So it takes him a while to send me out my shirt, but I'll send you guys some goodies and stuff. So I do apologize. Um, also, if you gave me a call or texted me and I haven't replied, I do apologize. Please uh, reach out to me again. I'm going to go through my phone tonight. And see who I miss. So I do apologize for that. That is a big one with me uh, during this time. So 
If you keep on calling me and saying it's an emergency, I'll pick up. Then you can be like, no, I'm just kidding. It was an emergency. I just want to see how you're doing. I won't be mad, but I will be. But it'll be good in the long run. But I'm good about the uh, time change. I was looking up winter depression and then like the technical term for it. And it's sad. It is sad, but it actually stands for seasonal affective disorder, which I don't know how to use the word affective, the E and the A differently. You can explain it to me a million times and I won't understand it and I will use it wrong every time. The affective this time is an A, obviously, because it stands for sad. I don't understand this like offsides in soccer. You can explain it to me a million times. I do not get it. You can't go past the last offender if there's a ball past him. And it's like, why? Like, how does, like, is that even the real reason? Am I giving the right definition of offsides in soccer? I hate soccer. It's too much. They got to make the, the field smaller and just, I don't know. It's too much. I don't like it. People love it. It's like the most popular sport in the world. Sure. Cool. I don't like it. I don't like things that are popular. I'm a hipster. I don't know what sport I really like anymore. I think yeah, hockey. I can't wait for hockey this season. Listen to the uh, hockey horror pod. No. Hockey and Horror Podcast. I don't even know. They, these are my best friends. The Hockey Horror Podcast. Fuck. They're going to kill me. Dave, Mike, Brian. Go listen to them. Up. You'll see an image if you're watching the YouTube video. But I'm already like halfway through. I was nervous about this. I want to talk about gaslighting. This is a term a lot of people don't know, I realized. And it's definitely something that affects your mental health. I don't know if it's an A or an E. But this is the thing I wanted to go over. Gaslighting is a form of of psychological abuse where a person or group makes someone question their sanity, perception of reality, or memories. People experiencing gaslighting often feel confused, anxious, and unable to trust themselves. It's kind of like paranoia, but someone puts the paranoia in you. And I've definitely been gaslit before, and you don't really realize it. And it's tough because you're thinking you're fucking crazy. Um, and I didn't know this. It came from uh, a 1938 and 1944 film called Gaslight in which a husband manipulates his wife into thinking she has a mental illness by dimming their gas-fueled lights and telling her she is hallucinating. Kind of cool that someone made a movie about a name that they made up. Never heard of it? Duff, my friend, my movie buff. Duff the movie buff. Give me a, give me a rundown of what that movie's about, please. People are probably like, oh, this is cool. Tim's talking about people I don't know. Um, but there are different things that... Um, there's countering, withholding, trivializing, denial, diverting, and stereotyping. So countering, it describes a person's questioning someone's memories. This may say things like, you never remember things accurately. Or like, are you sure? You have a bad memory. So it's like tricking them and thinking their memories aren't good, which you can definitely do that to me because I have a bad memory. Or maybe I don't. I just, maybe I'm gaslit in myself. Um, withholding, they refuse to engage in conversation. Using this technique may pretend to not understand someone so they do not have to respond to them. For example, I do not know what you're talking about or you're just trying to confuse me. That's a perfect fucking, that's like reverse psychology, psychotic, reverse psychotic psychology. I should be like a rapper in the mental health game. Reverse psychology, biology, looking like your hyology. Fuck. God damn it. Um, then there's trivializing that trivialize. I don't want to speak. This is my word. I can't speak of the day. Uh, this occurs when a person belittles or disregards the other person's feelings. This may accuse them of being too sensitive or overreacting when they have valid concerns and feelings. Super sad, super fucked up. I get all these. And then there's denial and involves a person pretending to forget events or how they occurred. They may deny having said or done something or accuse someone of making things up. That's reverse psychology, reverse 
psychotic, very psychotic psychology. This is fucked up. Gaslighting is a big, big thing. And it's sad because you don't know if it's happening or not. But I'm going to go over the signs and how to respond. So don't you worry. 20, 10 minutes has you in under 20 minutes or more. <laughs> then there's, um, when I go over diverting. Yeah, diverting with this technique, a person changes the focus on a discussion. Credibility, for example, they might say, that is just another crazy idea you got from your friends. It's unbelievable. Like gaslighting, it's like, you're the problem, but you're figuring, like the person gaslighting, you're the problem. And like, you're using all these different branches to like manipulate somebody and be like, no man, you're fucking crazy. It's like the Dr. Strange of manipulation, which maybe Dr. Strange is a gaslighter. Well, that could be like a new villain, the gaslighter, gaslit, Gary, the gaslighter. And in this stereotyping, an article in the American Sociology Review states that a person using gaslighting techniques may intentionally use negative stereotypes of a person's gender, race, ethnicity, and sexuality, nationality, or age to manipulate them. For example, they may tell a female that people will think she is irrational or crazy if she seeks help for abuse. So they're kind of putting them in a box because like, that's what it is. Like females like go for abuse. It's like, oh, you're being irrational because you're a female. You're on your period. Girls must fucking hate when, when people say that, especially men. Oh, don't worry. You're probably on your period. Yeah, say that. See what the fuck happens. Don't forget. Girls can punch you in the face, too. Just don't you forget that. Um, yeah, it's just not good. And the signs um, from your end, if you're getting gaslit, you find it difficult to make simple decisions. This guy. Feel confused and consistently second-guess themselves. This guy. And I'm not being gaslit right now, which I hopefully I'm not. Because I don't even really talk to anybody. So maybe I'm like self-gaslighting, which would be even fucking crazier. Uh, frequently question if they're too sensitive, become withdrawn and unsociable, constantly apologizing to the abusive person. I apologize to everybody. You, That girl can punch me in the face. I wouldn't say like, you're already buried. But if I got punched in the face, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, defend the abusive person's behavior. Lie to family and friends to avoid having to make excuses for them. Feel hopeless, joyless worthless, incompetent. Gaslighting. It's a real thing. If you don't know what that is, let me know because I was told about it. And like, you can even like people that can like flip it on you, like, oh, you're gaslighting me. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck that word is. So if like someone's gaslighting you and you just be like, no, you're gaslighting me. Then it's like, that's a whole different ballgame. That's, that's fucking, that's fucking nuts. And then how to respond. Um, I feel like this is a good one. And like, again, this is like your iPhone and I probably wouldn't do this if this was me. Keeping a secret diary. This allows a person to track events, including the date, time and details of what happened. But I feel like you can still use that against somebody like, oh, you just took the notes wrong. Like, no, you're crazy. Like these are, these are things that you made up. So that one, I feel like it's kind of tough. And then talking to a trusted family member, friend or counselor, that's a great one. I feel like this may help someone, uh, gain an outside perspective on the situation and create an external additional record of information. It's like a witness in a car accident. I was actually, I actually saw a car accident and I saw it wasn't the, it was the other guy's fault. And the guy I talked to who wasn't his fault, he was getting blamed for it. He's probably getting gaslit. He's getting gaslit in the car accident. I gave him my phone number and name being like, Hey man, I'm a witness. So if you need me, let me know. But he was super old and I never got a call. So I wonder how that guy got through that. Maybe she was just blatantly involved, but yeah, he was getting gaslit. Holy shit. I was there and I didn't even know. I should have saw the signs. Um, but yeah, talking to a close friend that you trust is uh, really good. I always thought of this. It's like if the purge happened, 
I would want like my closest friends together, but then you think it's like, once if you think they're your closest friends, but they're like, this is my time to shine and fucking kill Tim. I always wondered how that would be, the purge. The purge is like the modern day final destination in which it's such a thing you always talk about. Like when people see like logs behind a truck, you're like, oh, final, you get Snapchat, you're like, final destination four. Or if that was even the one, I think it was number three or two or one. I don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's a new thing when people are like, oh, the purge, they put like themselves into that position a lot. And, uh, or one that you see like a ramp with no cars on it. And you always do like the thing It's like, dude, I'm going to go up this. Like it's a video game. You know what I'm talking about? I hope so. I, I always wonder if like I'm talking about something and everyone's like, what the fuck is he talking about? If you don't know what I'm talking about, shoot me a message and I'll try to explain it and I'll probably make it worse. But that's, that's 20, 10 minutes in a nutshell. And then taking pictures, which I don't know how that would work. Uh, this can help someone fact check their memories and remind themselves that they are not imagining things. I feel like that would go for like recording a video too, because photos, I feel like uh, that doesn't really tell the full picture. But a picture is worth a thousand words. Does anyone know a picture that has a thousand words? Like you can describe it in a thousand words. I feel like it's like licking the center of a Tootsie Roll pop. Like how many licks does it really take? Does it? Does a picture need a thousand words? I want someone to give me a photo and give me a thousand words on it. And I will give you $20 because this is 20, 10 minutes. I don't believe that shit. There's a lot of things I just don't believe. Last week I talked about UFOs. Still don't believe it. I've been trying... I haven't been doing it, but a lot of people are like, holy shit, like you're onto something. Do you believe in aliens? Aerials. You know that song, Aerials by System of a Down? In middle school, everyone, in high school, everyone thought they were saying aliens, but they were wrong. It was like the Bloodhound Gang, Bad Touch, when everyone called it the Mammal Song. That would fucking drive me nuts as a kid. Fuck, I'm going off the rails per usual. But yeah, gaslighting is a real thing, and I feel like everyone should be aware of like how that can affect someone's mental health. Because like putting paranoia in someone's head and thinking they're like always wrong is not healthy. That would break you down. And again, I felt like I was definitely gaslit at one point in my life. Um, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I'm putting it in my head. Like that's that's what's so fucked up about this is you can definitely think you're not even not even dealing with that. October 10th was uh, World Mental Health Day, and I feel like. I'm not complaining. I feel like there's always like a thing about mental health, and I always say like mental health should be. Um, put out there every day but i always feel like it's like kind of like here and there i don't know if it like annoys people like oh another mental health day for people that like don't understand mental health or think it's like a ruse i hate those people they're like oh mental health isn't real oh, okay go find someone in your family and say that too because there's definitely someone in your family that um is like that thank you so much for checking out another episode of 22 minutes i am trying to get myself better I'm, i don't want to fall into another hole this this winter and i know it didn't happen last season because i just started the podcast and i was focusing focusing on that so i'm just hoping i can keep that energy up for this year because my um yearly my i didn't i've been doing this podcast for a year since november uh coming up so i'm excited for that i want to try to do something special for the show um which i probably won't because i always uh make these elaborate things i want to do i think next week i want to talk about mania again and like the manic side of bipolar two, which I deal with. I want to talk to someone with bipolar one soon, maybe do an interview with someone like that um, to go over the differences and all the talks about that because uh, it is exhausting sometimes for me and uh, other people when I'm super manic. Um, yeah, mania is crazy because you think you're in a good mood and you think you're going to last like that and you come crashing down and it fucking sucks. New song I've been really listening to a lot. It's called Reaching Out with uh, Dylan Francis. He's like a DJ. It's one of those like bam, 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 DJs, I think. 
but he's got some good jams. Uh, this one's called Reaching Out. Dylan Francis, check it out. And I probably listened to it 20 times by the time you listen to it once. Then my movie suggestion, it's Halloween season. Let's get spooky. I mentioned this movie uh, last week in passing. Not on a scared stupid. And if you haven't listened to that, ep- you haven't listened to that episode or movie yet, watch that movie. You're a bumper sandwich booger lips. Evil Dead 1, 2, and the remake. Evil Dead 2 is my favorite. It was pretty much um, a remake of the first one. Evil Dead 1 came out, and then they pretty much told the story again in a different way, which I like. I don't know why they did that. I forget why. But Sam Raimi's a fucking nut. Uh, he did Spider-Man 2 as well, the original one. Tobey Maguire. And then the remake ain't bad either. So if you're not into like that old school style like horror movie, that was Stephen King's uh, scariest movie when it came out in the uh, 80s. Yeah, early 80s. But the remake's wicked fucked up. Because once they came out with more like CGI, it looks more legit. But yeah, it's a, it's kind of an aggressive movie, either one that you watch. So watch Evil Dead 1, 2, and then the remake. Or go backwards and see what you think, depending on what age you were born. But again, thank you so much for checking out 2010 Minutes, episode 47. I always have fun recording with you guys. Again, I record on my IG Live secret account. You can watch these live episodes where I lose my shit before I start recording. I feel like it's kind of fun to watch. You can do that on my Buy Me a Coffee. Don't forget, you can go to 2010minutes.com to buy t-shirts, hats, stickers, which I have to reorder. And I want to come out with a new uh, product for this uh, winter. I just need some funds to do that. I want to make a hoodie. I want to start coming up with my sayings instead of my logos. I feel like that would be more easier to sell to people instead of my big, dumb fucking face, which I kind of regret, but fuck it. You know, you got to make those bad decisions to make good decisions down the road. I love you guys so much. I'll always say it, and have a good one. And we're clear. Sticky Eddie Podcast. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.